episode 45 is with Gabe Brandon Eagles, Will Shields. Enjoy. How's it going, everyone? My name is Lucas Halton here from the Hockey with Holtzy podcast. And today I'm proud to be joined by Kate Braddon Eagles Ford Will Shields. Will, thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks, Lucas. Appreciate it. So, getting into things, tell us about your QMJHL draft experience. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, it's a, it's a special night for, for all the kids being drafted and, uh, and all the teams as well. And it was, it was kind of just waiting around and, uh, and obviously talking to some teams and then being drafted by the Eagles is obviously a, a special Nova Scotian team, you know, hometown kind of thing. So uh, pretty proud on that. And then kind of just enjoy it with some family and friends after that. Now, did the Eagles kind of hint that they're going to take you going into the draft? Uh, yeah, I obviously had a great, uh, great talk with the Eagles uh, prior to the draft and, and felt really comfortable with their staff and, and the organization. Uh, so felt really good uh, with where they had their picks and, and was kind of hoping it would be them and, and lucky enough it was. How is it that much more comforting going in with two other 16-year-olds and Mysterio and Lavoie? How is that kind of going into camp with them? Yeah, for sure. Obviously, uh, uh, a team last year that's kind of broken up and, and bringing in new guys this year, and it makes it a lot more easier with uh, with rookies like those guys. Obviously, mm-hmm. great players, as we know, but even better people, which is makes it easier in the environment off the ice, and then uh, that translates on the ice as well. Yeah, for sure. Now, you just had your first KMDHL game last night. Walk me kind of through that. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, a pretty surreal experience for, for anyone kind of playing their first game, and and lucky enough for me, it was it was hometown in uh, in Halifax, so that was pretty cool. Great atmosphere. Obviously, Halifax has got some some rocking fans that kind of get the building going. So yeah. it was environment, and uh, and it was fun. You know, kind of get the first one out of the way, kind of get the legs going, and uh, and get into the swing of things. Now you've been in Cape Breton for almost a month now. Do you have a favorite pair about it yet? Uh, Cape Breton's awesome. It's been so good so far. Obviously. Uh, the people I've met here and, and kind of the way people go about things, just the community, everyone so nice and, and so easy to, to fit in and get along with people. It's just uh, overall so good. That's awesome. And what is a day in the life like in Cape Breton? Tell us about it. Yeah, for sure. So uh, for me personally, obviously still in high school, uh, we go, we wake up and we have school in the morning uh, till about 1230 or one o'clock, depending on, uh, on rink hours and when we're skating. So then usually head over straight from school over to the rink and, uh, and get on the ice around two 30, two 30 to about four, uh, four or so, and then kind of get into, uh, some video and some workout after that and, and probably be home around five 30 or six eat and kind of relax or hang out with the guys for a little bit and then, uh, do it all over again the next day. For sure. Now, going into um, your 16-year-old season, this past off season, what were kinds of things you worked with your trainers to make that transition that much smoother into the QMJHL for you? Yeah, for sure. Obviously, the Q is going to be a bigger and a, and a faster league than uh, than previous leagues we've played in. And and I think one of the main things for me, obviously not a, not a huge guy, is kind of being able to uh, to get up to speed and kind of get an advantage on uh, on the physical game. So obviously in the gym a lot, working on, uh, on building some, putting some weight on, and then also uh, trying to get faster and be able to, uh, to jump right into the lineup and, and play hard. For sure. Now, take me back to your draft year. You were at Bishop's Kearney's in the States. Tell me about that experience. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, uh, BK had a great role in, in my career so far, and it was, uh, it 
it's really awesome being down there. Obviously, the first year was in uh, was in the COVID year, so uh, it was kind of tough going getting home. I was I was just home for the Christmas there uh, that year, but it was great. Obviously, great people down there and and good uh, good connections and great people I've met, which have helped me get to where I am today. What's one thing that you like most in Bishop Kearney that really played a val- valid impact into your career? Yeah, for sure. One of one of the main reasons I went down to uh, to BK was the the resources they had, just the facilities and and the people they had on hand at uh, at a text away, a call away, you know, walking around the halls, just anyone you can talk to about uh, about anything, and then really high class guys with with lots of knowledge, and then also the resources like gym and rinks and stuff right there. When going down there, you must have been considering NCAA. What kind of made you make that decision to go and play for Cape Breton? Yeah, for sure. Obviously, uh, keep all doors open going down there and, and kind of see how it goes. And um, obviously, the Q draft was a little late this year, so it was, it was kind of waiting out to see how it goes. But uh, but Cape Breton, obviously, like I said, a Nova Scotian team and, and kind of one of my higher valued teams in, in the Q. So um, with it being them, there was kind of no no other decision for me. I just wanted to uh, to play for them, but um, could have gone other ways uh, with other teams. But I'm happy it was Cape Breton. Yeah, for sure. And do you have any hockey routines that you kind of developed through the last couple of years? Uh, not too, not too superstitious. I, I kind of just go about it, uh, you know, tape the sticks and, and kind of the normal things. Uh, if I, if I play real well, I'll kind of look back and, uh, and see how, what I did kind of tweak some things and, and keep those going and until it breaks, but uh, I'm not too crazy about it. Yeah, for sure. Now, if a little kid walked up to you, and said, hey, Will, how can I get to the QMJHL? What would you tell them? Yeah, just kind of uh, work hard and, and control the things you can control. Obviously, as you get older, it's it's going to – everyone's a lot better and, and the game's faster. It's going to be harder to kind of squeeze the lineup. So kind of just pay attention to the details and, and control what you control. And then uh, obviously being a, a good person obviously comes with uh, a lot of hard decisions and uh, it makes it a lot easier for, for people to – to like you if you're a good person on and off the ice is there a piece of advice that kind of that someone gave to you that you kind of stuck with throughout your career yeah just kind of uh you know everyone kind of runs it down the the people most important to you is just control what you control and i've kind of valued that and and you hear it along the way all the time at the rink and and in video sessions and stuff and obviously you're not uh you're a player and there's people with uh with higher roles in the organization and if you control what you control it should uh should all fall into place for sure looking at the NHL you probably watch a lot um who would your best role model yourself after yeah obviously uh can't can't really not say I'm being from Nova Scotia is just uh probably Sidney Crosby just such a such a great player on mm. on and off the ice kind of you, you see him with fans and and around the community just such a great person and uh and then on the ice, obviously, everyone knows what he can do and, and uh, how special he is. Yeah, obviously, everyone knows what his game is like. But how would you kind of describe yourself as a player? Yeah, for me as a player, I'm very offensively minded. I like to like to score goals. And in that sense, I kind of look to a, to a Braden Point kind of player comparison. He kind of he's not a huge guy, but he's, he's a smart guy and manages the puck well and, and gets in the right spots to be able to put the puck in the net. Now, what do you think the key to success is for your team to have um, success for the remainder of the season? Yeah, for sure. Obviously, 
only one game under their belt, but, uh, but I think we're in a good spot, obviously uh, lots of practice these last couple of weeks, getting more comfortable with each other. And uh, I think it's just going to be about, uh, about gelling together and kind of trusting each other. A lot of, a lot of new guys in the lineup, a, lot, a big, uh, really new group. So it's going to be uh, kind of trusting each other, gelling together and, and it'll all work out. Now in the dressing room before the game, is there that one song that gets the boys going? Uh, there's not, uh, like I said, only one game, but uh, it's the pregame lineup. We got uh, Julian Huberry kind of gets the boys going yeah. up and gets the boys fired up, and, and it's been good that uh, that past game. Well, that's awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today. Yeah, thank you. Just like that, there's 45 episodes of Hockey Thoughtsy. Thanks for listening, y'all. Have a good night.